Episode 38, Fight or Flight, Part 2. Hi, this is Dragnacarta, DM for Curse of Strahd, Twice Bitten. You're listening to the Twice Bitten Podcast, a campaign where five Curse of Strahd DMs head back into the mists for a hauntingly familiar adventure. Starring Jack as Metreon, Kaya as Lillison, Linus as Amity, Serena as Kiva, and Twy as Erythrodeer. You can catch the horror live every Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Twitch at twitch.tv slash rcurseofstrahd, or watch new episodes every Monday on YouTube at youtube.com slash c slash rcurseofstrahd. You can also listen to new episodes of this podcast weekly at anchor.fm slash twice-bitten, or wherever you like to syndicate your podcasts. Now, let's get right to Ravenloft. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Curse of Strahd Twice Bitten. Thank you for hanging around, as always. So, let's dive right back into where we just were at Arkenvestolt. The lot of you find yourselves making your way around the edge of the manor. Before long, Amity and Metron, you catch view of a green-cloaked figure, Davian and Lillison, just on the outside of the western end of the manor. Lillison, as you watch the others come around view, you watch as the strange protrusions from Davian's cloak twist for a second and then vanish from sight, and you see him just kind of shake himself uncomfortably and raise a hand to his shoulder, a rather ordinary-looking hand. The rain kind of used to drizzle down, just stirring up faint mists upon the muddy, abandoned grounds of Argonvestolt. And for the moment, the only sound you can hear is the sound of your squelching boots in the mud, and the distant sound of birds cawing through the woods. Oi! Y'all right there. Lillison is going to flick a glance that way, then shake herself off, give the rest of the group a brief wave, and then slowly walk back towards the front door, uh, still readying in action to attack if uh, the revenants reappear. All right, slowly making your way toward the door. You don't see any indication of anything reappearing. Okay. Uh, she's actually going to take a step inside the door and wait. There doesn't seem to be any immediate response. You hear the sound of your footstep echoing through the building of the foyer. You're not no going back in there, is you? Lillison will wait there a moment, then turn and come back out and say... They lost interest in us the moment we stepped outside. Perfectly fine by me. And most of them are gone, or at least dissipated. I don't know if we can kill these, but... Thank God. Thank you, Lawson. 
she nods Esmeralda back. glances around. It's possible they might reform with some time, but I suppose it makes sense they did not follow us. Spirits and ghosts, well, it is almost always that they are bound to a particular place. I am not exceptionally surprised that they could not pass beyond the walls of the manor. That's good to know. Well, just in case they can even get a little bit outside, maybe we just uh, skedaddle, yeah? We get, we, we crack on, we get out of here, and maybe, you know, try to take a bit of a rest or something? Yeah, deer just looks bushed. There is blood, there is blood and rain matted in his hair. He's gone, like, even paler than normal. I am tapped. I think we find somewhere nice, either Velaki or back in the tower. And we rest, sleep, be merry. One of those things. Well, you might wish to avoid that wolf at the edge of the woods there, but yes, let's go. How did you find that and nest of what happened? Eva just uh, like the purses her lips a little bit, like she's gonna speak, and then um, decides that she doesn't want to test fate by opening her mouth and uh, starting a conversation. So she's just going to fall into line next to Metreon and try to disappear into the trees. I. Um, Emily says, I detected that there was um, a magical field somewhere, and it turned out not to be a good one. I see. Well. I don't think that if we did go back inside, we would be attacked right away, but unless there's anything else that we think we could learn here, I think that leaving would be a good idea. I think we've tapped out everything we can. We know the knights aren't going to help us. And we know that the dragon spirit wants us to... Don't tell me. Right. Thank you. And most importantly, we know that damn mausoleum's empty, so this whole, this whole fucking place is a bust. Acquiring information's never a bust. We're alive, we've got all our parts, and we know more than we did yesterday. The question is how we can leverage that knowledge. <sighs> Earth looks just lost. Let's walk and talk, yeah? Let's, uh, let's go. And uh, Metron starts to kind of like wave his hand like as if to like whip everybody into yeah. walking. Uh, but as he does though, and as everyone starts to walk by him, uh, he does uh, break off with the party very briefly, and he's going to go to the f- uh, to the foot of the Argenvoss statue. Uh, and he's going to uh, take a piss on it. Rock on, man. Okay. Lillison gives him the stink eye, but doesn't say anything. Yeah, he'll button up when he's done, and he will rush back over to the others. Okay. Together, quietly, the group of you slink away from Morgan Vestolt. The fine mists of rain swirling across the ground in your wake. And as you look back on the precipice upon which the mansion stands, in the far distance among the southern peaks, a bolt of lightning flashes. And then eventually you hear the distant rumble of thunder as the rain slowly retreats. And you find yourselves falling once more into the trees of the old Svalich Road. 
Well, you know, all in all, uh, having all of us walking here not dead, uh, it's something to be chuffed about, yeah? Kiva, you know, sort of looks at him very carefully for a moment and just says, you're an angel. It's what you uh, what, what do you mean, angel? I mean, you were sort of glorious. It was, you're surrounded by this glowing light, and after only um, blackness, it was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Like an angel. Oh, yeah, I mean, I, I did feel a little bit warm up there when it was going up there. I just thought it was, you know, panic sweat. Uh, well, I'm glad, I'm glad that you're glad you're all uh, welcome and upright. Earth looks backward, suddenly curious. Yeah, that didn't look like any spell I've ever seen. Do you know what that was? Not in the least, no. Uh, I, uh, well, I, you know, I just, uh, I saw Kiva there and I saw Izzy uh, getting a crack beat out of him. Uh, I just, uh, just felt this warmth come over me. And like I said, I thought it was just panic, but, uh, but then there was light and... I guess, I guess it did something good. Interesting. That, from how you've described him, that doesn't seem like the kind of power the Wounded One gives. Oh, I guess I should have told you. He and I kind of broke up. Aerith head whips around like it's on a swivel. What? Yeah, well, you know, he's kind of an ass, right? And, you know, kind of, he sort of dumped me. But then, uh... Something else, though. I mean, this, uh, this. Before we got here, uh, the night before, uh, is when, uh, he who should not be named, even if he has a name, uh, decided to kick me to the curb for whatever reason. Uh, probably thought you'd gotten all you needed out of me, and, yeah, I was, I was done for. Wait, but, uh, he, he let your soul go? Oh, this. Uh, I mean, so there was this thing, right? Uh, you know, he was he was yipping and yapping, and then Lucian showed up, and I didn't know if it was real or uh, a dream, illusion. I mean, I know it was a dream, but but then uh, when he got there, uh, he was he was smack talking uh, the my my old I guess she's gonna say boss, uh, and somehow. Lucian had this friend, right? Uh, I think her name was uh, Calcaldra. I'm probably butchering that, but she was an angel, right? And like a real angel, so she, she had uh, like, like wings, and they was big and golden. And uh, yeah, so I mean, that's they said they they take care of me. And, Aerith is smiling almost as wide as you ever seen him. Why did you tell? Congratulations! And he like rushes forward as if he's about to hug him, and then kind of remembering the actual relationship between them, stops short. I, Metreon, you're you're free. Your soul's your own. That's oh my god. Oh man, is it? I mean, okay. It. I don't know, but it sounds like if you shacked up with an angel, that sounds like a lot better person to be beholden to than whoever the fuck that was. 
Is there anything that we can roll uh, to see if we yeah, recognize that Yeah, that was that my name? next question. Uh, make a religion check. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's a 10. That's an 11. You have no idea who or what this thing is. Lillison glances very sharply at Erthrandir and says... Right, can I make a religion check too? I Sorry, I sort of already did before asking, so maybe you don't... Oh, that's fine, by all means. Yeah, so Amityghav's a 20. You do not know who this is. Lillison glances sharply at Erthrandir and says, Do you think the abbot... Erth shakes his head. I don't know much about religion, but I know that he is not doing his duties properly anymore. If someone's going to get Metreon out of the fucking jam he was in, I think it was probably going to be someone a bit more on the side of the angels, pardon the pun. Mm. As a pun? I mean, I suppose it was just a literal description, but you take my point. Uh, well. I hope just the idea of an entity that can reach in here and not be corrupted... Metreon, I'm very, very happy for you, but still, be careful, please. Oh yeah, no, I mean, I feel like I, I learned a lot from my last uh, last relationship, and uh, you know, it just wasn't. It was very toxic, you know. Uh, I mean, last night was the first night I didn't wake up at three a.m. just tattooing myself. <laughs> wait, that's what you've been? Wait, is that where all the? Oh shit! You do have more than when I met you. Yeah, what? I mean... You've been keeping track? I... yeah. No, his tattoos are cool. You've been looking at my body? Yeah, your tattoos are... And then he catches the incident. I am not dignifying that. I told you you were pretty once. That is all you're getting. Are you a horn chaser? No. I mean... Lucky for you, I ain't got no horns, so there you go. <laughs> Wait, I... I suppose that would be a thing, huh? I've... But yeah, no, no, not particularly. But all Watch this... out, Amity. You got competition. I, no! No, she does not. For God's sake. You, what, what? It was asking you to tattoo yourself. Talk about that instead of my proclivities for tieflings or lack thereof. So you, you're saying you don't like tieflings. All right, all right. I'm saying um, I like them very much. I have is, them is, is Mark, how are you feeling? Is he? Uh, Arena? Is Mark Shrugs? It will be better after I've had some time to uh, sit and recuperate. Uh, once we oh. get where we're going, I imagine. Oh, love. Irene gives a nod. Them hands. And uh, Metran will go over, uh, seeing his hands are rope burned, and he still has some, some cuts and bruises on him. Uh, he'll take his hands very gently and look him in the eyes and smile. It's all right. You're all right with me, right? He gives you an uncertain nod. Uh, and as he's looking in his eyes, uh, his pupils kind of flare up with that same light, and he'll uh, give Ismark one point of healing. <laughs> <laughs> it heals the rope burns. Uh, he rubs his hands together, wincing uh, a bit gratefully, actually. Well, that'll make it easier to hold the hilt of a sword again. Thank you. Oh yeah, um, you don't sword, want you yes. uh, messing up your hilt holding so, uh, hands, do you? <laughs> of course, uh, thank you. That's a bit of a new trick, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm good with tricks, though. <laughs> he gives you a pleasant nod. 
Not and, taking your meaning. Yeah, Metreon just kind of uh, smiles through his teeth and then looks back at Kiva and just shrugs and just walks away. Kiva just looks very briefly like she wants to hit Ismark over the back of the head, but then decides against it and <laughs> instead keeps walking. All right, is there anything more you would like to do en route? I presume you're heading to the tower at Lake Baratok? Uh, unless we could get to Balaki before nightfall, yeah. You can get to Velaki before nightfall. Yeah, oh. let's go there. Yeah, well, please. Please, God. A shower and, like, you know. Yeah. Warmth indoors. Velaki doesn't have a bathhouse, does it? Ooh. I feel like Fiona's gotta have a bathhouse. I mean, come on. Are we really gonna break into Fiona's bathhouse, though? Of course we are. Why wouldn't we? I, Kiva would ask. She's like, listen, I've taken care of two of your assholes, so why don't you just let me into your bathhouse? <laughs> Does Kiva really want to go into Fiona's bathhouse? I mean, as long as her husband stays upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's going anywhere. <laughs> you never know. Probably needs cleaning occasionally. Oh, God. Or, you know, her frat bro sons. They're fine. They can chill. Metreon will take care of them. It'll be fine. Yeah, no, he's... Yeah, Metreon's got it handled. Handled. We're going right, to Velaki, like please, dear. All right, Velaki it is. Dragna just trouble. in these long silences just <laughs> regretting this whole campaign. <laughs> regretting his life decisions. Nah, it's all good. Love you guys. So, uh, after around 15-20 minutes of travel, you once more come to the main uh, path of the old Svalich Road, Cutting across it eastward this time, returning toward Velaki. It's not long after before you cross the Lunar River crossroads and the bridge, and perhaps an hour or an hour and a half after your initial departure, you see the Palisade Wall and familiar gates of Velaki coming into view. Oi, oi, oi. When you got that uh, little thingy ding, and uh, Metron just like does like a wave of the wand gesture with his hand to clean us all up. Metreon, if I had pressed a digitation, I would have used it two hours ago. I was just asking, I mean... I have told you I don't several times. You know I don't listen to you. Uh, That's not helping your case. Well, you're right. And uh, Metreon will shed his skin and turn into the blonde uh, Valakian girl. Wait, uh, actually, uh, I just remembered... Until then, Matreon looked like that painting uh, in that room, right? Uh, yeah, for a bit. Yeah, actually, yeah. Okay. Uh, until like midway through the walk, he would have just it would have faded away. Okay, Lillison is gonna just earlier on in the walk, just like kept on staring at Matreon. Then, yeah, Matreon would have noticed and just like looked at you occasionally, uh, narrowed eyes, and just kind of weirded out, but wouldn't have said anything. Did you? come across that man that you're looking like now? Uh, yeah. I mean, he was in a painting. Uh, I figure if he was in a painting in that place, he was, uh, he's kind of important. That's the face of the man that was watching me from the third floor earlier. Wait, what? When we stepped out into the graveyard, that's the man that I saw watching us. So he was in there? No, he wasn't one of the revenants. He looked alive, at least to my sight. 
how did we miss him? You didn't see him up to Kiva S, did you? No, there was no one there. Wait, that journal that you gave me, Kiva, didn't it say that? No, no, never mind. Maybe another ghost? Esmeralda nods. It seems certainly likely. Perhaps ones that might have been uh, more benevolent than malevolent. Perhaps one which with some other kind of unfinished business, it seems. Maybe not all the knights subscribed to Vladimir's... everything. Old miserable bastard, I hope he rots. I hope something kills him so his actual knights can do something else with their lives. Yeah, he was a miserable bastard. You're telling me. This brother looks kind of thoughtful. I'm not so sure about that. Given the way that what we've seen and what you've told me of what Horngod and Godfrey have said, I do not know that this would have been one of the knights. If It seems that all of them have been pressed into Horngod's service. If this was a spirit of some kind with some unfinished business, I do not believe it would be likely to be one of the knights. Well, whatever it was, it wasn't trying to kill us. I'll take that. I'm, I'm gonna... Oh, go on. Do you think it was the dragon? They can shapeshift. So you think that it was that dragon just shapeshifting about then? He was just there letting us get our asses handed to us? I think Wilson means his spirit. It's still an ass. Uh, maybe. From everything I know about the boundary between life and death, not all ghosts come back the same. Some come back like that woman back in the house, all rage and twisted horror. And some come back different. He watched us and then he turned away. Perhaps... He was disappointed in us, or perhaps he simply didn't care? Esmeralda looks thoughtful at that. It is also possible that whatever he was, he wanted to guide you somewhere. After all, where did you see the spirit again? When I was standing in the graveyard, I saw him on the third floor. Eastern side of the... of the manor, uh, northern quarter. Esmeralda uh, gives, almost gives Kiva a glance, but her eyes kind of slide past her toward Erythrindir. That is where we found that note, and where, well, you you uh, found the that spirit. Yes, exactly. So he was guiding us. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. So he's. His spirit was directing us so we could find that, so we could know what he needed us to do. Speaking of it's which... It's possible. Camera, you, you was about ahead. to say something. I've had this idea brewing in my head. Um, we'd have to be uh, maybe quite a bit more powerful and with a better plan. Lillison might want to cover her ears. If we go in and stealthily assassinate the leader one you hate, um, Erthendir, and then have Metreon disguise himself as that person and and say to the rest of the knights that he's changed his mind and that it's time to attack Strahd. 
Whoa, 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 why am I in this? I don't want to go back there. I guess you can disguise yourself as him. If um, if we manage to kill him. Well, why are we even bothering? We, we, we made it out. We know there's nothing there. Uh, I'm, we, I, there's a platoon of people who want to help us kill Strahd if they could. I'll take your meaning. That's not a bad idea. I mean, I think it would be very difficult. For one thing, I'm not sure Metreon can hit his register. That man could growl. I can try. Oof. Okay, maybe you can. Lordy. But secondary, I I think that would work as a one-time thing, but he'd have to lead him to Ravenloft. And I think, from what I gathered, Godfrey was lover, husband, I don't know. And I think... In the, like, eight-hour trek to Ravenloft, they'd caught on that something was wrong. Well, I mean, if that was his uh, lover, I mean, you know, maybe... Uh, uh, and this is just theoretical, right? Because I'm, I'm not 100% or even 50% on board of this. But if, uh, if they was lovers, right, they was close. And maybe if I was in that disguise, I could tell my lover to, uh, to take the reins and uh, lead my people to victory. Lillison, who has her hands like halfway up to her ears, but was unable to cover her ears before this whole discussion started, says, That's assuming that they can physically leave the grounds at all. I, I'm not certain they can. Yeah. Yeah, the impression I got from Godfrey was that it was, wasn't was just obedience. There was some sort of psychic link to Horngard. It's a damn good idea, though, Amdi. Perhaps we could lure Strahd there. <laughs> if we could although I think they'd be more inclined to hurt us than him from what Vlad told me he, if I had told him we were there for Strahd he would have run me through on the spot but not him but the three that we fought at the beginning they seemed more than eager to take care of well take care of the servants of the devil not a bad plan. Though we'll need to wait for them to reincorporate. They gotta find new bodies. But I follow all y'all's all y'all's thinking. This place could be an asset. And I did have another thought. Once we do this, Lilson, can you get your ears? Lilson falls back like a hundred feet behind everybody else. Uh, and is just going to casually also look around for any spice. Go ahead. That is a 23 perception. There's no sign of the wolf anymore. Alright, continue, now that she's out of earshot. Once we do this, could we bring his bones back if we find him? The dragon. I, uh, I know it's not going to be a priority, I, but I'm inclined to give him his rest in place with the people he loved if we can manage it. Because what the painting told us to. Well, that and I, if he, if his skeleton's up in the castle somewhere or something, then T deserves better. If his soul's still sticking around, then maybe you'll find peace. 
Maybe his knights will stop being that. Fine, but it's gone on a very, very bottom. Maybe even like the back of the list. List. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, I agree. In unless you think that like bringing it back will make everyone suddenly agree to help us. <laughs> uh, don't. Maybe. But even so, we're not getting in that castle without bottom of the list. But uh, on, thank you. Amity drops out of the conversation too. Alternatingly ritual cast to locate animals and beasts on all the different <laughs> beasts. <laughs> I would say that by the time you're on halfway through casting it, you are at the gates of Velaki. Um Cool. Without any difficulty, the by this point I would say it's approaching mid-afternoon at this point, not quite dusk yet. Uh, you are able to easily gain access into the town without much difficulty. Where are you headed? Before we Blue enter, water in, baby, right? Oh, sorry. Before we enter, um, Lillison's going to catch back up and glance over to Erthrandir and say, "Did you want to check in on Casimir and Victor today or tomorrow?" Tomorrow, if things, I, uh, I think. Kaz is probably going to give me his pitch on the temple, and I want to be awake and also have the spell slots to be as charismatic as I might need to be for that one. That seems entirely fair. Plus, I have some words to say to that man. The place he's trying to get us to go is apparently a repository of great and ancient evil. Oh, well, fuck me, Ronin. Yeah, I... Now, that's that doesn't disincline me from what he said. He said that this place had some to do with how Strahd became a vampire. This would track, but it's pertinent information. So wait, remind me again while we're going. Oh, fucking, because it's possibly a tomb. <laughs> yeah, that, and if we can find anything about Strahd's powers, about how he got to where he is, then we have a very good shot at breaking them you know maybe we just go in with the with, with the, the sword right you know we just uh so maybe we don't go to this temple of evil you know i mean kiva you know as long as she just you know stands on her feet and hacks away at him i'm sure she'd be fine we'll just stay yeah. behind her kiva's good she is not that good not oh. alone no Oh, well, I'm not saying she'd be alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, uh, she would be alone. I mean, we'd be like at least twenty feet away from her while she's doing it. Yeah, but regardless, I do think it's worth trying. I'm open to being overruled, of course. Uh, but I would like to see. Well, Wilson nods slowly. I think that if we are very very cautious and careful the information we could find there would be very useful I'll agree to go as long as you all get the, the beats on Casimir uh, and make sure that he's uh, he's on a level because if he ain't you know if he, he's not he's trying to lead us to some kind of death trap for him uh, obviously I do not want to go if that's the case I'll see what I can squeeze out of him and do you want assistance with that? Oh God, yes, please. She please. gives him. She gives him a, a look, a very serious look, like you know, like she's putting air quotes around the word assistance. Uh, 
Um, I would like help in convincing him to tell me all he knows. Convincing. Very well. However, tomorrow. Probably go to check in on Victor, too. I hope he's okay. Meh. Yeah, that's not really high on the priority list, either. What's your priority list, then? She just, um, gives, like, a pointedly not pointed look at Esmeralda and just says, uh, I've got nothing on the list right now. I think I might just go, um, lay down and, uh, you know, uh, have a drink. Maybe get something to eat. Yeah, you've had a hell of a day. That's reasonable. For now, I vote we let's go get some, let's go get some food. Yeah, I'm starving. And with that, it's not long before you find yourselves standing outside of the familiar facade of the Blue Water Inn, looking down over the central intersection of the town of Alaki, as around you, you see the sounds of life beginning to return to the town. You see the streets filled up a bit more with some more activity. Not as much as Vlaki as it's at its prior peak, but a few more townsfolk daring to venture into the streets, throwing suspicious, cautious glares and glances over their shoulders, almost as if afraid that a vampire might jump out to attack them at any moment. Several of them throwing the lot of you paranoid glances as well, but keeping studiously distance from you. You can see the familiar and comforting golden light of the blue water in seeping out from the inside. Would you like to go in? Is there anything else you'd like to do? Let's go in. Yeah. Yeah, let's go in. Is Davian going in? Davian is kind of hanging back at the back of the group, looking kind of uncomfortable, uh, but he does seem to be following you in. Lillison is going to hang back and uh, see if she can buttonhole him for a little chat. He pauses right before the door and glances toward you as the others proceed in. Aye. What is it? She waits a few seconds until everybody else is inside, and then she kind of nods and says, I take it you don't want me to mention to the others what I saw on you. He sniffs loudly, glancing up and away from you for a moment. You don't even need, you don't really need an insight check to know that this is, this is someone who's studiously ignoring the topic. I'm sure I ain't got no idea what you're talking about, lass. She uh, pulls up the uh, front of her tunic, just like enough to show him a flash of the translucent scales on her abdomen. And says, I'm sure I don't. He gives you a nod. Aye, glad to come to an understanding. And with that, he steps inside, though not without a small grimace. She'll follow after. In the interior of the inn, you step inside and hear a comforting kind of bustle. You can see behind the counter, not really anyone in particular, but from the kitchen you can hear the sound of 
Erwin and Danica's voices. You think you hear Dag as well. Sitting around the room, you see uh, Dag and Stefania's older son uh, sitting at a table with the two younger boys. Uh, all in general, glancing toward you as you approach. Stefania offers a small smile and a wave. Oh, well, uh, good evening or afternoon. Uh, glad to have you back. Glad to be back. She, she clears her throat. Erwin, Danica, uh, your favorite uh, guests are back. You hear Erwin say, Right, I'll be out in a moment. Stefania turns back uh, to her kids, uh, and if any of you would like to do anything, you have a moment in here. But as you do, um, Esmeralda steps forward and glancing toward Erthrandir clears her throat. Right, uh, would now be a good time for a bit of a chat? Yeah, probably. Kiva, like, hearing this, um, is the bar, like, out and about? Uh, I mean, the bar is not populated at the moment. You hear sounds coming from the kitchen. Um, what I'm saying you... is, is there a bottle of alcohol? There is Kiva not a bottle of grab. alcohol to be seen. She just, like, grimaces and just, like, tightens her hand and just looks at Metreon and she's like, do you have anything in your wineskin? Oh, I'll go a little bit, and uh, he'll take it out, uh, uncap it, take a, a nice hearty swig, and then pass it over to Kiva. Yeah, as you accept gonna... it, you see, <laughs> almost as it apparating before you, one of the small children, uh, one of the small Mardukov children, you think his name is Viggy, Vigo, something like that? <laughs> Looking up at you with wide eyes. Looking up at who? Uh, Kiva. Uh, uh... Hello, is is uh it, are, are um are you okay? Uh, Why are you all bloody? You're all red. Uh, uh, yes, I uh fell down. Um, in the forest, and I landed on some branches, and uh, they were very sharp. So um, just, you know, be careful. I, um, and don't go out without your parents and, um, you know, uh, but I'm fine. I'm fine. It, most of it isn't mine. It's the trees. He blinks at you look very slowly. I fell down some stairs once. Didn't bleed much as that. Scraped my leg a little. You must have fallen down a lot of sticks. Yeah, it was... A crazy amount of sticks. Um, um, is your your parents are around? Uh, Stefania glances around to catch a sight. Oi, Vigo, stop bothering the nice lady, please. Back over here, back with your brothers. The kid uh, blinks up at you and then scampers off. Can you believe I was a mother with this skill set? It's amazing, truly remarkable my ability to talk to children. Um, anyway, she, like, drinks <laughs> heartily from Metreon's wine skin and then hands it back. Metreon will nurse it, uh, kind of offer it up to uh, Ismark and Esmeralda and Irina if they want some. Uh, 
Esmeralda will pass, but Irina will take a small swig. Uh, as she does, uh, stepping out of the kitchen, you see bearing a pair of uh, uh, very basic oven mitts and a slightly stained apron over his front, Erwin Mardikov steps out. Oh, good, you're all... My word, you look all dreadful. Um, sh- should I have the boys uh, fetch some water for you to wash up? My, my goodness, uh, we- we've got some fresh steaks in. We should be able to... Uh, Put a bit on extra. Please? I Yes. After yes. the day we have had, please. That would Do be not. so appreciated. Brom, Bray, fetch some water and warm it up for our guests. Take it up to their room. You uh, hear the sound of footsteps upstairs and two small faces leering over the top of the balcony. And then the two boys begin scampering down the stairs and pass you out into the yard beyond. Right, I think uh, we should be alright. Yeah, thanks, Erwin. You're a legend. Of course. Um, He glances over each of you. Uh, Very briefly, eyes glancing over Davian. It's good to see you all all, uh, seem to be here. Well, I wouldn't say hale and hearty, but all together in one piece. Thank you. It's good to be back. Um, I'm... Curious, when you say you have new steaks in, do you mean wolf steaks? Aye, Soldrovich came back today, had a bit of a f- fresh delivery for us. Uh, seems they had upon a, happened upon an extra uh, large pack just to the east, uh, but a few of them had got caught up in some of their traps, luckily enough. So we've got a bit of a surplus at the moment. Best to use it up, I imagine. That's wonderful to hear. Um, do you know where we can find them if we wanted to talk to them about something? Well, uh, this marked one of the first times. They weren't here a bit early in the afternoon. Uh, that was one of the first times I've seen anyone in the tavern for quite a number of days. It's possible they might be back this evening if they're feeling up to it. I'm sure they have a bit of extra coin they'd like to spend. But given that we're... Well, we don't really have anything to drink these days... Uh, it's unlikely. When he says that, Metron snatches the wineskin back from Irina. She does not resist, but looks a bit astonished. Sorry, love. Amity comes downstairs, uh, followed by Truffle. Uh, with my immense magical power, I have detected that someone said the word steak. Several times, in fact. There are, uh, apparently plenty of fresh wolf steaks. Alright, well, since I was born in the afternoon, I am now officially 21, so 21 steaks, please. Okay, maybe not that many. Erwin <laughs> chuckles. I don't know that we'll be able to uh, get together that quite that many, but I'll see about finding you a choice cut. Happy birthday, by the way. Emily curtsies. He offers you a polite bow and says, and then you hear a voice, Erwin! And you see, you smell a sm- slight scent of smoke. And he says, oh, yes, sorry, I must be I must be going. And he shimmies it back off to the kitchen. Aerith has just been kind of watching all this vaguely domesticness with sort of a faraway look in his eyes, just smiling. And then he kind of snaps back to reality. Oh, right, uh. Kiva, you want to have this conversation before or after you wash. Don't want you to have to 
sit around with blood on you or whatever. Let me get cleaned up first, and then I can meet you guys uh, in in the Just room. Just one of the rooms. That works. Yeah. She like again pointedly does not look at Esmeralda and just goes off upstairs. <laughs> Wait, well, a one of the rooms. Well, one of the rooms. So uh, we ain't eating. I'm eating. How many you're eating, right? Of course. Um, eating? This shouldn't take too long, Matrion. Just save me a plate. All right. Lillison looks over at Erythrindir, uh with just a confused look. He sighs and sidles over to her. I just... I'm worried about her. And while I understand I'm not going to be able to undo however long she's been thinking that she has to carry the weight all on her own, I'd like her to know that... I don't know. Just that her choosing to do that isn't just risking her lives, it's risking ours. Oh, what is that? When when we were in that hallway, Amity, with her story powers, she managed to let us teleport out onto the ground. Kiva didn't take it. Esmeralda swears. I thought it might be something like that. The seconds that I saw, she was still up there and you were on the ground. Yeah, no, I, I didn't think it's the first story first. Yeah, that's she just I think she wanted to protect us that she thought that if the warriors didn't have us to focus on, they would have gone after y'all. But like y'all are competent and warriors all and y'all can handle a five on one a lot better than we could handle a three on one in enclosed space. I don't know. I've handled a five on one pretty well. Good for you. Davian snorts and... Oh, sorry. Lil's in first. Do you have any tactical advice? Understand that by putting yourself in a position where you are setting against the world, you put your companions in a position where they have to either buff, rescue, or drag you out of that situation should things go wrong. No, I meant Metreon, if he's been through five-on-one before. I'm sorry, what's the question? Lots of lubrication, right? That's the... And do, do you have any tactical advice for standing against such odds? Oh, well, you just stretch and lots of hot, uh, lots of hydration. Uh, Water is very good for it. But make sure you stretch, though. Lillison looks a little confused. I'm oh, sorry, I'm interrupting this. Uh, listen, uh, I'm a, I don't want to sit down. I need to sit down. You will figure this out. And uh, Metron will scuttle over to one of the tables and wait for the steaks. I, I'm missing something, aren't I? Yes, and do you want to illuminate you, or are you happy leaving this to be one of Matreon's idiosyncrasies? Is it tactically important? God, no. Very well. Then there's, um, there was actually something else I wanted to tell you. Oh, yeah, what is it? If this helps... With your persuasion, let her know that he is going to know about her proclivities for recklessness, and that therefore it would be 
advantageous for her to get over that. Earth blanches. Yeah, that... Damn. Thank you. I'll... I'll bring that up. She nods and, uh, after a moment, says, I am trying to feed him information that, while entirely accurate now, hopefully we will grow out of by the time it becomes important, so... Let us know if you need help brainstorming that. Just because this is your role doesn't mean you gotta do it alone. Oh, I know, but I have plenty of material. The difficult part is overcoming our particular idiosyncrasies. <laughs> Point taken. Good luck. She nods and then says, well, I should see if I can salvage that letter that I was in the middle of writing when everything broke out. I should go take a bath so I'm not dripping blood when we have that talk. And I need to ask Erwin something, actually. And, yeah. Make sure not to be too down on her. I mean, her motivations come from a good place, and everything worked out fine. We're all fine. He looks over at Amity. I... I know. I'm not... I'm not... Okay, I am mad, but that's not the angle. But thank you. I'll try. Wilson nods at the kitchen desk or win something that I will reveal later for dramatic effect. Ooh. Ooh. We love drama. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, well, Arthur is acting off screen. Would anyone like to do anything? I imagine, uh, Akiva, you're heading upstairs post haste. Yeah, she's just, uh, like, cleaning herself off as quickly as possible. Um, yeah. I would say that it's not long before Brahm and Bray bring up uh, some pails of water that have been, you know, slightly warmed. Uh, so you can, you know, clean yourself off. They're not, you know, warm, but, you know, they're not freezing. So they're serviceable. Yeah, so, yeah so she'd clean herself up, um, rebandage up her chest, and then uh, just wait, like, sort of pacing in the room. Alright, what about anyone else? Uh, Truffle and I are waiting for to eat, so that, that's about it. Lillison is going upstairs, um, probably to the same room that Kiva's in, um, and uh, starts shedding her stuff and pulling out her letter. Depending on well, when Lil got up there, she'd be able to see Kiva's new massive scar edition, which would be fun. She probably glimpses it and then, uh, you know, does the polite, like, I'm totally not looking at you sort of thing. Um, just busying herself with her own stuff in a corner. Yeah, Kiva just is like, I'm sure I'm going to talk a lot about this in the coming minutes, so I will say nothing now. <laughs> Alright, uh, I would say that, you know, it's not currently dinner time. You get the sense that, you know, dinner will be served in perhaps, you know, an hour or two. So if there's anything you'd like to do in the meantime. Unless anyone else, everyone else would like to filter upstairs as well. Oh, if, if that's the case, then uh, Metron will. Yeah. Like it's still around 4.30 or so in the afternoon. It's gotcha. Not gotcha. Right. Yeah, Met Metron will tap Truffle and say, hey, let's get updated in. It's not going to be a minute. It's going to be a minute till these steaks are ready. 
Truffle winks happily, uh, as he was waiting here, wasn't he? I completely forgot about that. He was. All right, then he will uh, give Amity a glance, but, you know, kind of waddle a bit after you uh, while glancing back to see if Amity's with him. Uh, yeah, sure. Truffle, Truffle can totally follow Metreon. Uh, sorry, is Metreon also gesturing Amity up, or...? No, it's just gesturing to him. Truffle, but you, oh yeah, we're just going Truff, Truffle fault. Truffle fault. Truffle trusts you. <gasps> okay, that's all I've ever wanted. <laughs> Truffle will briefly kind of rub against the side of your leg, Amity, and then scamper off after Metreon. Just gotta check in, you know. All right, uh, Lillison and Kiva, uh, Metreon, and one snuffling pig who seems very happy to have his humanoids back join you in the upstairs room. Lillison uh, shuffles further into a corner and does the thing where, um, like, you pull up something that you're reading or writing so that nobody else can see it. Mm-hmm. Oh, is this is happening with an audience? No. Wait, wait, is it? Uh, we can find somewhere else. We could do Ez's wagon or something. Look, I the have wagon a feeling... is not here. Oh, oh, she didn't realize that, that, Ez was in the room. Oh, sorry, Ez Russell's not present then. Sorry, I, I thought... I assumed, no, no, no. <laughs> who is where at this point? Lillison's upstairs, everyone, Kiva's upstairs. Amity's upstairs. Okay, every, okay, everyone is upstairs. I must, like, once Aerithrendir's going up, everyone's basically filtering up as well. Yeah. Unless Amity would prefer to stay downstairs. Yeah. If she's the only one downstairs, then she, she'd go up. I mean, you know. Yeah. <laughs> As everybody, I don't know where everyone's moving around in. Eventually, the snakes are going to... You imagine, gotcha. Yeah, she just pops out and sees everyone's yeah. gone. And just where's everyone? Yeah, ah. I would say that Esmeralda walks in just as you say that and says, "My wagon is still at the tower." Remember? Oh shoot! Right, yeah. As everybody comes in, Lilson looks around and says, "Well, if this talk is going to happen here, I will find somewhere else." Kiva just <laughs> does that, like, oh, I'll go with you. Actually, maybe I'll just leave. <laughs> The room as well. <laughs> I mean, please. Wait up, he'll. Earth just looks over at Ez and just rolls his eyes like, oh my god. Esmeralda plants, uh, does a thing where she, like, leans from one side of the door to the other, blocking the passage after Lillison, meeting Kiva's gaze squarely. No, I think that several of your companions would like to speak with you, Kiva. Oh my god, alright, fine, fine. And she'll just, like, sit down on the bed, looking a little bit frustrated, um, but otherwise receptive to this group thrashing that is about to happen. Alright, Esmeralda closes the door behind her with a click, and then turns to Earth and Dirn Amity. So, as the two of you, as I want that happened, why don't you give us a rundown on uh, what we all missed? Earth will give the summary. So, yeah, that's everything. And he turns to Kiva. Look, you're an adult. You don't need... We're not your parents. We, you don't need the fucking lecture. What I am going to ask is that you work with us. A f- few nights ago... Wow, it was only a few nights ago. Uh... You said that you weren't used to working with people, but that you were trying. And I've watched you try. And 
you've been doing wonderfully. Don't, I, I can tell. Don't think I don't. And I am so grateful. But that, if we're, okay, screw the vamp, screw the vampire at the moment. If we're going to keep walking into danger like we are, and if you keep thinking that you are the only one who can keep that danger from the rest of us, this is going to happen again, but worse. And next time, Metreon might not be able to pull out a new trick to save you. At the time, it seemed like the most strategically advantageous option to keep them focused on me and not the both of you who have a skill set that is different than mine. A, a magic, no way to stop the trap. It was foolish, I understand, but I don't regret it because I'm fine. I'm standing here and I, neither of you went down. And so in my mind, that is a mission success. Kiva, we didn't get down because we ran. I, I get it. I get that you think that you, okay, you are the hardiest of us. You can take the most blows before going down. Not debating that. You, however, the alternative, if we had run outside, would have been either that they leave us alone and go after our companions, or that they meet us outside when we would have had a much better chance of dealing with them. Uh, but the exact tactics don't matter. But you gotta understand that, like, by protecting us on your own, by deciding that that is your role, that is what you're going to do, you're putting us in danger, too. I... I have learned the magic of the blade song. I have I have dipped into wizardry, I swore, a century ago, to never do in the memory of all that I loved, so that I could stand beside you in times like that. I've... Esmeralda has learned to hunt monsters, Amity's tapped into every bit of her bardic magic, Metreon's made a de made deals and tapped in, in uh, Lillison's honed her magic to a spear. You were not... You do not have to protect us. Esmeralda clears her throat. Let me add to that, actually. You do not have the right to decide when we are protected or not. Kiva gives her a look that at first is just very angry and then it changes to something um, different. I don't know how to describe it. Um, yeah. She just, but she does look away from her after this very like defiant, angry look. Um, and just lets her continue. There is someone in that damned manner right now who thought, oh, you know what's a great idea? Take the suffering of the world upon myself and just decide for others what they can or cannot do or handle. 
when you spoke to me earlier, I thought that you understood what my problem was with that. Who the hell do you think you are to make that decision for us? Your friends gave you a ticket out of there. We could have run if you'd asked us to. We're not infants. Don't treat us like we are. At that specific mention of infants, um, like, straightens up very suddenly and uh, just says, uh, I think you've made your point beautifully, Esmeralda. Um, if you don't mind, I'm going to go uh, take a walk now. And she's going to try to push past her out of the room. No, I don't think I have, because this is not the first time this has happened. And I thought we talked about this. And I thought I... Earth she cracks off as Erethrandir does. Not. I take your point. You are absolutely right, Esmeralda. Don't. Please do not take that tack right now. No, she has every right to. I, I understand her frustration and her rage and whatever she's feeling, but I... Look. You need some air, love. If you need some air, you need some air. I told you the last time we spoke that I haven't figured out what it means to... I don't... I can't do this right now. And she'll just push past her. She watches you go and doesn't stop you, but there's just a shadow across her eyes. Metreon waits a few beats, uh, listening to her start to descend the steps and sighs a bit, uh, rubs uh, Truffle on the head. I'll be back. And uh, he's going to go ahead and follow Kiva. Once Metreon's gone, Earth looks at Ez and some of the same anger that was in her eyes is in his now. I... I don't think she ever told you, did she? Told me what? <sighs> Talking... Okay, not my story to tell, not my right. But if, if you're gonna take this tack, if we're gonna continue this conversation, try not to talk about babies. If you can. And the protection thereof. Esmeralda looks slightly shaken for a moment, but then swallows and nods. And as she does, Davian clears his throat and glances toward Amity. Right, well, I heard you last loud and clear, but I'm wondering that might whether it might not have been a good idea to send that little message along a little sooner, eh? Um, you mean the... Uh, the sending... He nods. I'm, I'm sorry, it was really chaotic. I, I should have sent it sooner. He grunts. Right. Well, I can't speak for that one. And he nods toward where Kiva's gone. Are you, little lady? And he nods toward Esmeralda. She kind of opens her mouth and says, I'm sure you can take care of yourself, human and old man. He glances toward Amity again. Look. I think it's clear that Oh, you fuckers got a whole lot of shit you can do. A hell of a lot more than I could ever do. 
But there's one thing I know, it's no, it's how to make some sort of organization work together. And it's clear to me that this group's are far away from that. No one what he can do, no one what he can fit together. If you're looking to take on goddamn Strad von Zerovich, this can't be happening. You understand? It's pretty much a constant among us, yeah. Can you help us? He sighs. Well, it might be a bit awkward with uh, that one gone. Well, two of them gone, and one of your friends uh, seemingly cut out of the conversation for a long while, but I think that perhaps not now, but after a proper meal and before you tire in for the night, it might be a good idea if you're sure no one's listening, and I can help with that if you're looking for it. Take essence for what you and your friends might be capable of and trying to find some ways of making it work rather than just leaving all this to chance. That'd be nice. It would also be nice if we could convince her to stop trying to kill herself. Now that is something I'd like to say. <laughs> I love her. If you think you can, then please. I he pauses, think. looking thoughtful for a second. Well, I never said that I was no diplomat. True, but I think you might relate to her a bit better than us. She's made it very clear who and whom she, she shakes himself. Do what you want. I'd appreciate it. He shrugs. I'll think on it. Ismar clears his throat. So, um, oh, yes, uh, everything there. Yeah. He stands. I'm gonna go help Davian some. I'll, if y'all need me, I'm in the kitchen. He's, he leaves. Ismar clears his throat again, looking a bit sheepish. Uh, so, uh, what now? And yes, Metreon? Oh, no, I was just gonna ask where uh, Kiva was going. Uh, yes, where is Kiva going? She is going, sorry, there's like a weird delay on my push to talk. Um, You're good. She's going out to the front of the tavern and is just sort of like, this would be the dramatic smoking a cigarette in the rain moment <laughs> um, outside in front of the tavern. Yeah. Uh, Metro. Are you like in the tap out. room? Or are you hanging out into the road? What's going on? She's outside, but like near the door, like leaned up against gotcha. the structure of the building probably. She would have walked past uh, Lillison, who is sitting in the corner writing uh, something, and uh, who glances up to see her. Kiva just gives her a sort of, like, awkward grimace smile, and uh, just keeps walking. Oi, oi. Look, if you're come to continue what she said, you No, 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 I'm, I'm not trying to dogpile you. That's why I'm saying it here and not up there. Uh, I don't know a lot in my life. Uh, you know, I've lived a life. I've learned some things, though. And even about myself, I've learned some things. And one thing is, is that, uh, well, we all have vices, right? For me, it is the wine. Uh, and 
flesh and well everything else in life and it's it comes in handy when it needs to but ultimately you kind of become a, accustomed to it even so much as feel yourself uh what's the word for it maybe uh enslaved by it like it's it's got a hold on you like it's enchanting you and uh if you don't mind my saying it seems like you're a bit addicted to uh to your own pain and i don't know i'm and i know i'm not anyone to talk about getting over addictions because certainly i'm none of mine but it's always a work in progress right and you are a work in progress despite the fact that you will live to be a thousand uh you will always be changing and working and stuff like that so just remember that you know don't try to save don't try to save your life because of us try to save your life because of yourself and if you do that if you're good to yourself and care about yourself enough to not try to die every time you come up against something well the result of that is you get to stay alive and we get to help you and we get to stay alive right Kiva as Metreon's words sound quietly in the misty air you hear the soft squeak and the flapping of tiny wings and just off the eaves of the shed at the eastern edge of the inn you see a small bat hanging upside down from the siding its little black eyes peering toward you glinting a faint red in the sunset Kiva looks at the bat and almost wants to say something like but it would give up the game about um, Lilithen so she just turns back to Metreon and says um I never intended for for any of you to matter as much to me as you do. And after Ava died, I told myself that anyone I ever cared about, ever again, I would do anything in my power to help them, to keep them alive, to do what I could not do with my own child. And I know it's stupid, and I know you're all adults, and you can take care of yourself. But I made a promise. And I will not fail. Again, I cannot fail again. It's your life to live, but... Just remember that... You don't have to die to do that. It just... Uh, I... I know, and I... Believe me. In that house, I wanted to... Uh, I just... This is different. I, I know it's different. I don't want to die anymore. I want... 
I want to fight, I want to win, and I want to get out of here. But more than anything, I want you all to get out of here, too. To be happy. Well, in order to do that, we got to work together, right? Kiva goes back to looking at the bat and just sort of smiles a little bit. And, uh, says, yeah. Yeah, we do. Uh, DM, do I notice what she's looking at? Yeah, she's just looking toward a small bat that just seems to be watching you from the eaves of the shed. It's, you know, a good 25 feet away. It's not super close. Not close yeah. enough you think that it could hear. I, uh, I still make a finger, uh, hand crossbow, and I'm gonna go ahead and shoot it with a, uh, Eldritch Blast. Actually, a fireball. Okay. Kiva, upon realizing what Metreon is trying to do, would try to stop him. What, what are you doing? It's just, it's just sitting there. It's not hurting anyone. <laughs> Eyes and ears can hurt us with uh, with those things. Yeah. Oh come on! I don't think it's gonna do anything. It's too far away. And look at it; it's so small. I mean, Metreon bites his lip. You see a little flash of the gold fang that he has. All right, this is one time now. And uh, Metreon will fire, but fire intentionally, like a couple. Uh, feet away from, or like a foot away from the, the bat, so it, it makes a little bit of a spark of flame, but doesn't actually hit it. Gotcha. It curls smoking against the wood siding of the shed and the bat squeaks and flaps away. Now come on. Get in here. We're gonna have some, uh, we're gonna get our mouths full of some hot meat. We're gonna celebrate Emily's birthday. It's gonna be a good old time, right? Let's go. Kiva looks after after the bat um, and she's like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll be in in a minute. Yeah, Metron dips back in. She waits a little bit to see if it comes back. Nope, seems to be gone. There's like a little bit of disappointment. Um, and then she, uh, yeah, she'll go back inside. Lillison is flipping over the paper uh, and starting to write a new line as Kiva comes in. Kiva um, looks over to uh, Lillison and just says, um, I don't know if it, if it helps, but um, I think Ez and I are fighting or whatever, so maybe you could tell him about, you know, uh, inter-party conflicts or whatever, uh, not being able to, you know, trust the group or something. Elilison glances up, raises an eyebrow, and then looks down very deliberately at the lines that she has written. Uh, she does not make any move to hide the paper. Yeah, can she see what's there? She totally can. Oh god, what does it say? I have pasted you what it says. Kiva 
reads it and um, looks at Lewison <laughs> with like a mix of like pride and also I'm really glad there's nothing in my stomach because I'd probably throw up on this table. Um, and uh, and just sort of like uh, he's gonna eat that up, I think. She just like meets Kiva's gaze like square on and says quietly, I trust that you will ensure that when it matters, this will not be relevant. Well, I've got to make him think I'm one way and then surprise him, right? Keep things interesting. Lillison just smiles slowly. All right, fuck. I guess I better go. Uh... Is Esmeralda down there? Uh, Esmeralda is sitting off to the side of the room, just kind of staring out one of the side windows toward the main street. Yeah, she's going to go over and, like, grab her arm and just say, uh, we need to talk. Right, yes. Um, do you want to talk here, or...? Uh, this time I'd like to be alone, if that's okay. Sure, uh, whatever you like. And she'll stand up. Yeah, she'll just lead them back outside for a moment. The door kind of half open behind her. She leans against the wall, crossing her arms and says, Look, I'm, I'm sorry if any things that I said in there upset you in some way. I, I don't know. Look, we've known each other for a bit of a while. It's fine. You didn't know, and I never told you, so it's nothing to worry about, but I'm not saying this is an excuse for my behavior or a proof that you were wrong in what you said, because you're not, but I was married once and had a child once, and, uh... She holds up a hand. There is no need for you to under to relive this for my benefit, Kiva. I understand, and again, I know that you don't perhaps want to accept it, but I apologize for... I, I, if it helps you feel better, I regret bringing up something that caused you pain. I, um... I know, um, I said, and we said, we agreed, we wouldn't. Look, I... When I fell, I thought of you. And how disappointed I was that I didn't get to take you on an adventure. She sighs. Look, Kiva. I like you and I think you're a good person, but... Look. What... What we need to focus on is the here and now. But more than the here and now, we need to look toward... Not just things that might be, but what will be. 
I know that it might feel like you're thinking about the future, but... And I... Look, I don't want to be an asshole about this, but... This is not the first time when you plunged into danger and then you had nowhere to go. You need... We need to think these things through. I know, and I'm just... I'm saying this not to force your hand or anything, but to let you know... I cannot promise you, as I said last time, I truly thought I was doing what was best. I did. I, I, I don't know if you'll believe me, but... And I did plan on running, but then there were seven of them around me, and I couldn't get through. I she chuckles. Kiva, I don't... I don't mean to be rude with it, but this, but they were ghosts. You can walk through them. All right. <laughs> Look, I, 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 I know. I'm sorry. That was snide. Look, I understand. I don't want to put you under. Look, I don't want to make assumptions. That might be unfair of me. But. If I could ask a question. How long have you been alone since whatever happened, happened? You don't have to answer if you don't want to. Um. After Ava died, I stopped. Counting. Days. And I don't know. Sometimes it feels like... It always feels like it happened just yesterday. So, um... It could have been months, or years. Or days. I, I don't know. She sighs. Look, I can't make you anything or anyone other than what you are, and I don't want to. You're brave, you're resourceful... Your willingness to fight on is admirable, but all I think that any of us are asking is for you to trust us a bit more. You don't have... We, we all appreciate what you do, what you are making an effort to do, but... And I'm going to keep saying this until it sticks. Believe me when I say that... All of us, all of your friends, in the times that they have been here with you, as far as I can tell, they have some means of taking care of themselves. And that if you trust them to work with you, they can get it right. I know that it can feel like you're risking something by letting these people that, I don't know, for all I know, there's the first life puts you've seen in years. But you don't have to throw yourself overboard just to make sure the boat is still there. You make an excellent point. And, um... Look, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have, uh... Maybe I wasn't... Um... I just want to clarify 
uh, that with you. Um, I'll, 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 I'll think obviously on on what you've said, and um, and I'll I'll try to do better, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, for um, uh, this. She puts a, she pauses for a moment, kind of raises her hand, and then puts a hand on your shoulder. Not in an intimate way, but just kind of giving you a quick squeeze and a nod. And I will try to do better as well, as I'm sure we all will. Tomorrow is another day. And whatever else we have for now, we have time. So let's make the most of it, yes? Kiva um, puts on a smile and... Uh... Yeah, she'll, um... Hmm. She'll just pull away from Ez after a little bit, and, uh... Just, uh... She's like, I'm just gonna sit out here for a little bit longer, if that's okay. Um, I'll see you inside. Not the problem. Uh, I imagine that, uh, dinner shall be served, uh, within a bit of time, so I'm sure you could be able to, uh, hear or smell it, so... I'll see you inside, then. And she gives you a nod, and steps away. Yeah. She'll, uh, once she's alone, she's just gonna sort of sit down against the, uh, the walls of the building and just sort of, like, put her head in her hands and sit for probably hours. <laughs> when Amity sees that Esmeralda is done, uh, Amity's gonna sort of peer outside and see if she can have some alone time with Kiva. If Kiva... Oh, oh yeah, no, 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 she, yeah. Amity is probably the last person she was expecting to, to, uh, <laughs> to come out and check on her, so she looks actually like really surprised. Amity's all smiles as she uh, sits down beside Kiva. Hey, I'm, I've been thinking about what you did, and I, I've been wrong. Uh, she looks a little weary for a moment. <laughs> She's like, please don't yell at me. I don't think I can take it. I'm going to tell you something that true, that's true, that I think you want to hear that I might not want to say in front of the others, which is that I think you made an amazing choice back there. You do? I, yeah, I mean, okay, get one thing out of the way. I mean, it's true, I'm a little selfish. You know, if only one of us could escape this place in the end, then I would pick me over anyone else, but that's, that's not what I mean. I, I mean, we've got, what, four extra lives now to use in, what's it going to be, like two weeks? Something like that. If we lose someone, it's not going to be by running out of those. It's going to either be to Strahd or to us all going in way over our heads one time against someone we really shouldn't. And I, I think that you're smart and you figure that out somehow. It Either, you know, consciously or subconsciously. Kiva looks genuinely appreciative at Amity. And you are the first person that has been truly honest with me. I feel like all day. I think everyone else is being honest with you. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm, I'm glad you feel that way. When you didn't teleport out the window, 
see, I was cursing because I thought you didn't trust me. Like, you thought that I was making a bad call. But when I was thinking that, I wasn't trusting you. Like, if, if you think that multiple of us would die, like a bunch of us would go down, and you think that you can prevent that by staying behind and sacrificing yourself. I mean, hey, girl, you're smart. Go rock. I, look, I, I can't know. Um, obviously, I can't keep doing this because it would make everyone except you angry. But I, like I said, I thought it was the best plan. And I know you guys can do more spells and magic things. And you could have, I mean, you're brilliant. You could have disabled that trap or, or done something. And, and again, however many of us there are, a hundred people it feels like in this party sometimes, you all would have walked away. And then, yeah, we've got, We've got four tickets back. I mean, as far as the risk-reward system went, it felt like it was a relatively small risk for the reward of everyone getting out of there alive. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I thought that what I was doing was the right plan at the time. I was convinced of it, but I, I learned back then that I'm not very good at figuring out what to do under pressure. I mean, I tried to throw a grappling hook cook up to a window instead of just having a ghost carried up there. I turned you into a scorpion instead of like a dragon. I, Could you I really trust you. Me into a dragon? Well, well, you won't be able to fly around or breathe fire. Um, no, that's, but it's good to know maybe against Strahd. I mean, look, I think like the two of us together, we make a good team and I do trust you. Amity, I do. I trust your mind and and your heart. And you are your survival instinct is something that just don't let anyone take that away from you. It's not ignoble to to prioritize yourself at the end of the day. And it's like I said in that house, if one of us can get out of here, then one of us should. You know? And if you have a chance, it's good that you have that instinct. Thank you. And that instinct is telling me that we absolutely do need you around for Strahd, though. You, I'm sure you know that. So if you do think that sacrificing yourself is the right way to go, make sure your uh, temporary corpse is sound and hale, okay? Yeah, and look, in that fight, it will be him or me, and I am, I sort of dream about it, how good it's going to feel when it's him. I mean, it'll be all of us. Well, what I mean is, we'll win. I can feel yeah, it. we will. I'm, I'm glad you feel this, I, I'm glad you feel it too. No, this is... Thank you, Amity. I really... I needed this. Yeah, I feel like I need a lesson on tactics, because I don't know if, like, I was right or you were right about who should teleport. It's so hard. I mean, especially when you don't even know what the situation is. I did never... I, I mean, I never had a mind for tactics. My dad was the one that had it. I just was really good at stealing 
jewelry off of people and then, you know, like fleecing paintings. So this is all new to me and I sort of figure it out in the moment and, and trust my instincts. But I think you have excellent instincts as well. And so you should trust those. Even if it doesn't feel like the right play at the time, there's a reason why, you know, subconsciously you made that decision, right? And so something in you knew that that was the right thing to trigger something else. And it did. It triggered me staying behind, you know? So it was the right call, you know? That's an interesting way to look at it. I mean, I guess you're right. Intuition, it's its there for a reason. its It's dangerous to go against it. Well, all right, I guess that's that's all I had to say to you, but I'm, I, I'm, I guess I'm happy. And she offers a hand to shake. Kiva takes it very gratefully and uh, uh, she loves this little red haired bad influence on her. <laughs> After that um, conversation, she will feel a little more rejuvenated. Um, Emotionally, not physically, she's still like has a fifth of her health points, but um, she'll go back inside and join the others. But she is keeping uh, a little more distance from both Ez and Irina uh, than normal. And I feel like Metreon would notice that. <laughs> Metreon would, but he's freaking hungry. He wants some wolf <laughs> Stay. Yep. And at around this time, food does begin to come out. You watch as the Mardikov clan begins assembling in the main dining room as you watch uh, Adrian and Elvir filter in as well. Apparently from chores they've been running outside in the town. And slowly, uh, with some help, Erwin and Danica begin bringing out steaks, uh, bits of bread, some dried, somewhat sad-looking fruits, but fairly, all in all, a fairly hearty meal. Earth reappears from the kitchen at some point, about a third into the meal, dusted with some sort of white substance, and apparently very pleased with himself as he sits down to steak. Well, y'all doing all right? Tired, but I got some more meat in my mouth. That's all I can ask for. I'm sure it, I'm sure that's appreciated. I'm looking forward to getting some sleep after all this, you know, <laughs> zombie nights and angry ghosts and the rain. It's been a bad time. Yeah. Sleep. Yeah. Aerith is very queerly just trying to bolster some kind of small talk. He's very pointedly not looking at Kiva, but he kind of flounders off after this. Aetherin, dear, what's that powder you have? Oh, actually, and he brushes him it off. Actually, I think it should be done by now. Give me a second. And Metreon he... takes his finger and swipes up some of the powder and like rubs it on his gums and his teeth. Oh. It's flour. He winces. Yeah, and he rushes into the kitchen. And when he returns, he is carrying a small 
terribly iced, I should note, but like very, but apparently very whole and very delicious looking cake with bright red icing and a single candle that Amity, you think it's the one you've been doing seances with planted in the middle. It's the seance cake! <laughs> That's a oh giant my God. candle, isn't that it? That is adorable. <laughs> he places it in front of her with a bow. Happy birthday, darling. Oh my gosh. What type of cake is it? Uh, it's just vanilla. Couldn't find any chocolate or anything. But Amity uh, slices into the cake. Um, is it, is it big enough that, you know, yeah, she could, can get a slice? big enough for share. Great. As you do, you smell the delicious wafting scent of the cake, the bright lights illuminating the wolf's heads and lanterns around the inn, and there comes a knock at the door. It's not my house, I ain't answering it. Lillison goes pale and says, Usually people would just come in, wouldn't they? Unless they have to be invited. Kiva, you got you got sunshine ready, just in case. We we can't fight him like this. We're I'm we we've got nothing. He's got some fucking nerve. She'll push her chair out and go to the door. No, wait, wait. Not inviting him in, if it's who it is. But she's going to go, not open the door, but just say, um, I think you were spying on me before. As soon as you do, you hear a creak as the door slowly swings open before you. And standing there on the opposite side, in the darkness of the evening beyond, you see a familiar, tall, dark, and gaunt figure looking down upon you. You see the pale skin faintly illuminated by the lantern glimmering outside of the front door, the dark hair pulled back and the red eyes flare in the evening air as the gaze sweeps out across the room and Strahd von Zarevich says Now whatever might have given you such an idea and that is where we will end it for tonight Worst birthday present ever or best depending on who you are This is going to end really 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 badly Yeah I'm in trouble I, I just imagine truffle is just still eating the cake totally oblivious to everything going on. He, like, uses the opportunity when everyone's moved away from the table to just, like, dive in. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Also steak. Steak and cake. Happy birthday, Amity. Thank you. Such a nice present. Uh, sorry, you said Strahd was holding, uh, like, a box wrapped with a ribbon? He is not holding a box wrapped with a ribbon. I'm very sorry. Oh. Two boxes wrapped with ribbons. (laughs) (laughs) Tempting, but no. Art full of fucking presents for Amity. <laughs> wait, wait, no. Strahd totally wouldn't bring his own presents behind him as Rahadine with like a whole wheelbarrow full of presents. Yes, yes, Rahadine. Oh, does does Boosie have like a pair of like reindeer antlers strapped to his head? He's so cute. In the is this Christmas? Spirit? I mean, it's always Christmas in Barovia. I mean, this is kind of Christmas, yeah. Right. I almost wish I had kept Kiva sitting outside then. Ooh, that would have been fun. 
Beautiful. Well, I think that about wraps it up for tonight. Uh, note to self, uh, have Strahd bring a birthday present next time. Otherwise, thank you all for coming out this fine Barovian day. We will see you next week, and until then, avoid the wrath of the ghosts that linger, and take care.